here at the Greater Ebenezer New Revival Tree of Life, Institutional Double Rock on the side of the road to Jericho Missionary Baptist Church Zion. I said Mount Calvary. Y'all gonna tell me it's the Review a New Podcast with a rap critic, but we got a special new guest for you this week. Uh, we're gonna be uh, looking at some old Wayne's Brothers movies, and I got my boy, D-Respect, say hello to the lovely people. Hello, sir. Hello, lovely people. Yeah, exactly. Why are you talking to me? I know you. I'm sitting right across from you. I'm just, you're the only thing I can do. Hello, sirs and madams. <laughs> so uh, I'm up here in New York, you know, decided to come through, crash, you know, fuck up the city, you know what I'm saying, do what mm-hmm. I do, and uh, decided to hit up a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of New Yorkers to, you know, talk talk about some of these Wayne's Brothers movies, maybe talk about their relation to these Wayne's Brothers movies, because my relation to these movies is very, like... They were in my life all the time. So, like, as I'm watching, like, I partially needed someone to watch this movie with just to be like, I'm not crazy, right? This is funny, right? I haven't just been watching this so much that it's just like, well, of course, I think it's funny because I fucking memorized the shit. You know what I mean? So, um, I guess I want to ask, uh, I know my relationship with the with the Waynes brothers. What, what What's yours? Well, my relationship with this movie in particular, okay. the first time that I saw it was on a bootleg VHS <laughs> And that is uh, the place to see it, isn't it? Yeah, and everything <laughs> was dark. Every scene was dark. I could barely see anything. Um, but as far as the Wayne's brothers in in general, the the WB show, mm-hmm. uh, several movies that they had, uh, you know, the, the scary movies and all that stuff, I wasn't a big fan of. But you know, of course, White Chicks. You know, <laughs> I I got into I think like the zenith of me being into them. Yeah, because scary movie was like their big movie, yeah. right? That was when everyone was talking about them. I remember that. Because when the sequel came out, I remember the big deal being like, whoa, how'd they make a sequel so quickly? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, when I get to that movie, we'll, we'll talk about that. But for de- for today, yep. we're here to talk about Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. And uh, a, a, a style parody film uh, by the Waynes Brothers, Masters of Satire from the In Living Color uh, TV show. The, the first family of comedy, if you will. Yeah. Just a fucking revolutionary show. The more and more like I look at it, like I think one of the first TV shows to have like a rap song is like the theme song. You know what I mean? One of the first uh, shows to really compete with SNL concerning like, you know, Saturday night comedy. You know what I'm saying? And, and they were only half hour. What, what the fuck was SNL's excuse? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but no. Um, and one of Fox's biggest shows. That's true. One of, one of their first biggest shows. I so think. let's get into this movie. Uh, this uh, I- I- incredible uh, parody. I, w- I would say not not to you know uh, go ahead and you know uh, head off how we are already going to be feeling about it. But I think as we were watching the last part of it, we were, we kind of come to a consensus. Yeah, it, it's a bit of a classic. Yeah, it uh, is. It is. <laughs> so it's like there's not too much to say about it, but like you know, there's things I still kind of wanted to comment on anyway. So. Um, I guess if you've grown up with the movie, uh, you know what it's about. But if you don't, basically, it's a parody of all the growing up in the hood movies that we've all seen, you know, as, as black people, especially up to that point, right? And that's what makes like what they were doing kind of genius. The movie they did before that was the parody of uh, was a parody uh, style parody was I'm gonna get you sucker, yeah, which was also like, uh, well, I wouldn't say a classic film, but I, I would say that. It, it, it was decent. It has its place. It has yeah. its importance as like a, yeah. a movie that's doing that send up that not a lot of people were doing, right? Like not a lot of people for an older crowd. Yeah, not a, but that and just like not a lot of people were just like giving a shit about black film in general. So it, it, I hate to put like I hate to sound like I'm putting like so much importance on just like the silly Wayne's brothers movies, but like that yeah, is yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Like no one was really uh, uh, exploring these movies in the way that 
they it, these black films in the way that they were and, and of course they were doing it as a joke a lot of the time but there was still like you know fun little commentary and, and little biting stuff inside of there what, what's up Oh, uh, <laughs> Although, if you want more information about I'm Gonna Get You Sucka, Damon Wayans, and the film Blank Man, you can find that on an episode of Sci-Fi Wire's Untold Story hey. featuring uh, the stylings of one Danny Roth, who's producing this podcast, I guess, this one episode. <laughs> so if you want a little more information about that and how uh, that uh, that movie led to In Living Color, which eventually led oh, back shit. to Blank Man. Yep, anyway, feel free to listen to that. It's called Untold Stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No big. Nice. This is some important fucking history for you. Love Blank Man, by the way. That was a, a, a Halloween costume for me. I loved it. And I wasn't bald at the time, too. I had my Jerry curl. And I still <laughs> I did it anyway. I'm <laughs> bald now, but, you know. I never, I never saw Blank Man. Yeah, that just never happened for me. Um, Gotta watch that. Yeah. yeah Good I, film. Yeah. Uh, that was like David Wayne's kind of going off and doing his own thing at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, the movie is, uh, uh, you know... Uh, Again, as it's a parody of all of these movies, it's not like there's a straightforward plot that they're doing. And, and even so, they're sort of parodying this, the sort of hangout movie vibe of a lot of growing up in the hood movies, right? There's never like a linear plot. It's just, you know, seeing all the bad things happen and you young black man got to make a choice, yeah. you know? <laughs> I fucking, uh, I, and I remember like, you know, so uh, this movie was kind of my sort of segue I guess into those type of movies because me growing up I was always directly more of a comedy person like I liked watching funny stuff and so like a lot of times like when I was really young like you know growing up in the hood movies yeah you're supposed to watch them but they're kind of scary and a little boring yeah. <laughs> you know especially for a kid right so like I out, out of all the movies uh, that that this film parodied, which one would you say that you enjoyed more? South Central, Boys in the Hood, uh, Menace. Which one did you identify with the most? Or? Um, I think uh, uh, Boys in the Hood was probably the one I knew about the most, just mm -hmm. because Ice Cube. Of course, I want to see that movie, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, so it was that one, and then Menace to Society. I don't think I watched that much at first. Okay, I remember seeing that one later on. I remember seeing the VHS tape. Like it'd be like, oh, this is this is a scary movie, you know, because mm. it's 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 talking about the realities of the movie. Ooh, it might be too much for a young kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I remember um, watching it. And I remember that movie didn't have like as much of a plot. It was just like mainly about despair. That's what yeah, yeah. At the end, like look, how, look <laughs> you know, pity the plight of the black man in you know the '90s. You know, mm. but I'm trying to remember. Like, so I think it's just. These movies are making me, uh, this movie in particular is making me mix up all of these movies because I'm trying to remember what happens in Menace to Society, but I think that might have been what happened in uh, Boys in the Hood. And I think that might have been, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just remember specifically O-Dog was... Uh, um, Lorenz Tate. Yeah, yeah, it was Lorenz Tate. And he was like, he represented the sort of like, oh my God, the scary... You Young, know, black, and he didn't give a fuck. That, I think exactly. that's what Kane said in the movie. Yeah, yeah. America's and, worst nightmare. And that's being portrayed in this film by uh, the, 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 uh, the, the inimitable uh, 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 Wayne's Brothers, Marlon, who was always my favorite growing up. Like, yeah. I like he was so fucking... And, and I remember talking to someone about this. It was like that Jim Carrey energy. Like, here's this guy yeah. acting completely ridiculous and over the top and silly, and it's like, don't you want to act like that too? Like, as a kid, right? You Would know? the Waynes brothers worked as much if, uh, if Sean wasn't kind of vanilla? 
You do know, they work well with each other for that reason? I was thinking about that first. Like as a kid, I never liked Sean because yeah. he was just—he was just a pretty boy. He was yeah, just a he was the pretty boy straight yeah. man, the responsible brother. Yeah, yeah. he was kind of like Leonardo in, in, in the Ninja Turtles. That's kind of <laughs> exactly. what he was, you know. Yeah. yeah, and and so like yeah, and Marlon was always the one doing like the silly antics. So it was like, mm-hmm. but as growing up, like I see what the place is narratively when you're trying to make a movie like this. Like I yeah. I understand that now, but I still kind of like oh, he's my favorite one. But you know now he's doing fucking Eddie Murphy ripoff movies. So that's that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I would have never seen that direction, man. I always thought, <laughs> as someone who was a huge fan of Marlon, I was always kind of like, you know, like I hate to see the the wasted potential of a comedic actor that's so great, and you know, just because he's black, he's not getting the chances. Yeah, and then yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, he's getting chances now, and I, I don't I don't know if I like this monkey monkey's paw wish. <laughs> but um. Let, let, let's talk about the movie. So the movie starts off with with a cameo by uh was oh my god, I'm messing up these names. V- Victoria Fox. My brain is fucking Vivica Fox. Vivica Fox. <laughs> Victoria Fox. <laughs> Vivica Fox. Oh my who, who, who was in the car as they were looking at the? Uh... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> if white people know who they are. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> no, what? Okay, so Vivica. Were there two Vivica Foxes? Uh, no. Who the fuck? What do you I mean? Thinking? Were the two Vivica Foxes uh, cameos Vanessa or what? Williams be? or something like? There was one. Two V's. Yeah, it, it may have been Vanessa Williams. It may have been the other V. Like, but I could swear they had like similar names or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But fuck me, I just have a bad memory. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she makes a cameo at the beginning, sort of. Um, you know, letting you know what type of movie this is gonna be, right? Because it's like it's parodying these movies, but at the same time, it's like has a weird like connection to them, and that there's always like some person from those movies that's in it. Like, um, so uh, yeah, Vivica Fox, and then later on, the dude, um, the dude who walks like this. Well, that was Angela Bassett. Uh, that was Angela Bassett in the original. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they probably just got her as like a stunt. Yeah. Right, right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Angela Bassett would have done that. Yeah. Especially that line at the end when she said, Mom, are you going to stick around? And she said, Now, you know there's no positive black female <laughs> characters. I don't think Angela mm, Bassett would have said that. The biting social commentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she wouldn't do that role. Um, <clears throat> how, how, it, um, what is the way the movie starts? Where it's like, uh, one in uh, uh, one in six black kids yeah. will see a growing up in the hood movie. <laughs> uh, uh, one in five of them will be shot before the movie's over. <laughs> Guy gets shot. <laughs> then, then it's like birthday cake. And he's like, for me, then he gets shot. Yeah, his 21st birthday. Yeah. <laughs> see, in the hood, nobody lives over the age of 21. <laughs> Happy birthday, homeboy. <laughs> for me? For me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to try to not have this podcast just be reciting the material because yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking. It, it's 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 hard to it's hard to do. It's tempting. <laughs> like uh, Kim Wayne's is um, mm. incredible role uh, under uh, under underplayed as it is, where she's like the you know the grieving mother that has to come out. Oh no, baby! Great, great, <laughs> and just like the, she has to do that so much, she's doing it for someone who's actually not her right, kid. Right, right. Like that's hilarious. <laughs> and then you have the okay, but seriously, I'm gonna tell you how it is growing up with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That's when the voiceover kicks in, and then the movie officially mm-hmm. officially starts. So Ashtray is being played by uh, Sean, mm-hmm. and he's meeting. I want to call him Crazy Legs, but that, that's not. Oh, Log Dog. <laughs> Crazy Legs is the dude. Uh, is the handicapped dude. So. Um, 
So basically, the whole the whole plot of the movie is, if there is a plot, is like, hey, this uh, kid who didn't grow up in the hood is hanging out with you know the hoodlums, and and he's gonna learn the real ways of the streets. Right. You know, it's kind of like that. Um, and they, I feel like for the most part, it, it does a great job of just like uh, satirizing certain elements. It, it, and you know what? You know what I feel? Uh, it's the same thing with Mel Brooks movies. I haven't seen every Mel Brooks. Uh, I haven't seen every movie that Mel Brooks is parodying. But like, if the if the comedy is that good and it makes you laugh anyway, like that's a that's a good movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Where it's not necessarily reliant on you knowing what the reference right, is, right? Because I, I've never been a Star Wars fan, but Spaceballs is the only Mel Brooks movie I, I've ever seen. <laughs> but I found it hilarious. Right, yeah. right. I don't right. know anything about Star Wars. Yeah, anything. And so with this movie, I, I honestly feel like it's the same. Like I feel like you could watch this movie and it's funny enough and has all these gags where it's not directly yeah. reliant on the, like it is it, like. It, it rewards you if you know what the reference is, mm -hmm. but like anything that is like a sort of like thing that you wouldn't get is either like something in the background or something like that. Yeah. But for the most part, the jokes are like fucking on point. Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. can watch this and not have any idea what any of these movies are. In fact, I know because I remember when I was younger, <laughs> I hadn't watched all these right, movies yet exactly. <laughs> and I still enjoyed it. And, and you know, actually like as an adult, it's cool like to just be like, Oh, that's what that was a reference to. Now this is even funnier to mm -hmm. me, <laughs> you know. And of course, you know, knowing more uh, of the sex jokes uh, that that helps a little bit. <laughs> knowing a little bit more about sex, of yeah. Course. Um, like, uh, I, although I did kind of feel like the scene where he's telling the bedtime story was a little mm -hmm. just kind of like, all right, it's awkward that this is happening, but it's <laughs> his underage father. <laughs> oh yeah. The whole idea yeah. is like, he's going to, he, he's living with his dad who is like, like three years younger than him. Of course, playing on the joke of like, uh, it, we were actually just looking it up uh, in these movies, how like the parents, like, there, and there's only a, uh, what is it? A seven year difference between Cuba Gooding Jr. And uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. In, and, um, in, in uh, boys in the hood, boys in the hood. Yeah. And, but you know, but Lawrence Fishburne really did, look a lot older oh yeah uh so I mean, they, they, got, actor, they got away so, with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah they exactly. got away with it okay when but, i got this yeah. movie on bootleg years ago a scene that i used to say it's not even a scene it's just like this stupid subtle thing when they go into the korean store and the white guy the man as they call oh, him yeah. walks in and it's just like doom, doom. <laughs> and as soon as they walk in it's niggas yes what I loved oh, about that me. always is that it's kind of it's kind of like this fading kind of trollish like nigga, nigga. and it's still Asian too and it's a, it's an Asian version dude I I don't know how many times I rewound that as a kid just like over and over and just, so, oh, and man. just them looking at each other like wait what was that <laughs> like all right whatever and and of course now the, the scene is like playing on I think it's a, a was it Minister Society where they go into the Korean shop and yeah. of course you know they're like same, hurry up and buy right yeah, the yeah, same yeah. two fr from uh wait no the <laughs> one of them is the same the woman I'm not sure I'm not sure if the lady's the yeah, same I, but he definitely is the same guy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's such a great scene, like, you know, of course, overplaying the ridiculousness of, you know, being watched. And then, of course, at the end of the day, like, it's the white guy stealing directly from under their noses right. with, the, with the one guy. You, you think the Korean dude is catching him, and then he just goes like, hey, 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 you dropped something. <laughs> you dropped something. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great moment. Right, and, right. Then he ends up, and then he ends up killing them. Yeah, randomly killing them. I don't know what the man's plans are. Right. He's going to rob the store and then kill them and, and blame it on... Uh, 
got a list. Yeah, he, he's got a list. He, he's got to get Tupac, My, Michael Jackson, Biggie, Michael Jackson, and, and Loke Dog. No, and Tyson. And Tyson. <laughs> and was, Tyson. Yeah, Tyson was enough. Yeah. Oh, Loke Dog was the last. And he, and he takes off the glove. Hey, yeah. uh, catch. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, his calling card. It's no, he throws card. the gun at him. Yeah, he's like, hey, catch. Throws the gun. <laughs> and then they catch it and they look at each other like, the man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like goes like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, just throws it off and they leave the gun there too. Oh yeah. They Let's also get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's help him out. Uh, okay, so random thing that I remember noticing. Okay, so at the party when they when they go to the party where Ashtray meets Dashiki, Loke Dog meets Misa Girl, and he's like, "Yo, I bet I can get her number." Yeah. And he goes over there and he goes like. Hey, how you doing, baby? Both those girls, give me your goddamn number. <laughs> and he goes like, so uh, I can meet you later, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I said, I. <laughs> now, I, I had gotten a, a VHS copy of the movie, and on the back, there was a picture of her holding up a gun to him, too. Oh, okay. And I, and I was always confused about that. It was like, first of all, like, you know that's not in, it happening in the movie. Why would you specifically put a picture of that on the back? Like, what the fuck is that supposed to be about? You know what I mean? But also, I remember just being curious, like, what happened? And I, I think there's just an alternate take, and I'm not sure where I found this. I just remember one time I saw yeah. the version where she pulls out a gun, too, and asks for his number. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess the joke doesn't work as well. Uh, The only thing that I could think of is, you know, I remember before he was going to talk to her, he he says, now that's a lady. So maybe making her come across like she's just like him, maybe. Oh, okay. All right, I get that. But, yeah, maybe it doesn't work in the final final cut, and that that worked better. That could be the only angle. Yeah. um, And then, uh, of course, you meet Dashiki. Who uh, who has had more kids than Miss Wayne's? Great yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, that was an awesome joke. Awesome joke. <laughs> and um, you know, she she meets him, and it, was it? Uh, uh, he says, uh, "What do you say when you meet a nice man?" Is <laughs> are, are you my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and there was an Asian kid in the middle. Too. Yes. <laughs> and he was he and he looked a hundred percent Asian. The kid did not look mixed at all. He's just Asian. Uh, that's and, strange. And and uh so um but but then we find out that uh th- there's a gentleman that's just been released from jail named Toothpick and uh, he doesn't take too kindly to uh this guy uh you know Astray uh trying to get with his woman even though she's apparently been with other guys. I don't know why it's a problem now. <laughs> many many men. Right. He was he was sitting there the whole time. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why didn't he go up? It's it's too. That's why Toothpick is the perfect villain. He's the perfect villain in this yeah. universe. It's just oh, like yeah. it doesn't make sense. And doesn't he like fucking get out a mirror so he can see yeah, yeah, what's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like He's great. I see, but I, I'm not sure who Toothpick. I, unless it's going over my head, I I think they just made Toothpick up. Yeah, I don't. think He's it's just a, a caricature of a of a the, just somebody who's been in jail. And I mean, yeah, I, I mean, don't know if he's based on is anyone. The um the uh, uh what what is it uh. The O Dog character in Loke Dog. So, I mean, I yeah, guess yeah, it's yeah. still like, in a way, it's a parody of it, and just like, you know, just the over the top, the, the, the force that's going to come and fuck things up eventually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigger uh, shit. Yeah, it's exactly. He's going to fuck everything up. <laughs> Nigger synthesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what was a, a Boondocks episode? Uh, uh, a nigger moment. Yeah, a nigger moment. You're about <laughs> exactly. to witness a nigger moment. Exactly. <laughs> and so w- with him, the, the nigger moment starts by uh, him going like, what? You're having sex with my girl. I'm going to leave? 
I didn't understand because <laughs> well yeah yeah no the, the way it started was just like yeah man I ain't afraid to go to jail again yeah I'm about that yeah, take me to jail take me to jail lock me up lock me up throw away the key throw away the key I ain't afraid to mess about his ass I ain't afraid <laughs> record stops everything is like you've never seen soap drip off the crack of a man's ass and kind of just like. <laughs> I was fooling right, y'all. Right, right, Those right. was jokes. <laughs> awesome. but, but then he leaves. Like, you know, when you think about it. Right, like start, he's in the cafeteria. Yeah, exactly. The, the, everything about that was The tray, everything. He had a metal tray. Oh, yeah. Everything about that was just perfect. Just showing how, like, you know, niggas still got that jail life. He got you that know? mentality. And also, uh, you know, since we're mentioning people that, that were in the original, uh, rapper from, from Cali, I always forget his name. I think it's Caffeine or Catfeen. I'm not sure. He was the guy in Menace to Society who, oh, yeah, yeah, who had yeah. gotten jumped by Old Dog mm-hmm. and by Kane, and then he came back. And what we were talking about, or, or, it's, he, he, it was poetic that he was in this movie. Because in the, in the original, when he's running to, because you remember, the reason why he killed him, well, the reason why their conflict started is because Kane denied impregnating his cousin, mm. the girl that he met. Oh yeah, in, yeah right. So now, it, yeah. and that was like the that that was probably the worst thing he's ever done in the movie. It wasn't killing that idiot. She picks up and she's like, "It's your baby. You're the only one I was with." And he's just like, "Nah, fuck that." And he just hangs up. It's like, "Damn, dude, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, that's, 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 are you kind of deserve- <laughs> come on, dude? Can you at least talk to her?" But then you know, the caffeine is talking to her, and then he when he runs uh, to the car, the the way he runs, it's just I don't know if it was like intentional, but it's just like this funny kind of just like. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's already comedic yeah. in such a serious film as it was crescendoing yeah. into like the drive-by, and it was like, well, that was that was that was just kind of weird. So the fact that he was in the film, it makes sense, like because and, and it's way more funnier because it's like, oh, he's doing yeah. it, like he realizes how silly this is, right, right. <laughs> how hilarious he runs. Oh my god. Um, and then okay, I love the so there's two scenes with the man. <laughs> there's the one scene where it's the 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 Korean store. Right. And then another scene where, uh, what is it? Is it Lorenz Tate? Who is it who's going off to college? Oh, Omar no, Omar no. Epps or... Um, Omar, I think it was Omar Epps, yes. Yeah, Omar Epps. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Because his brother's in Baby Boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and it's sort of like, wow, I'm going off to college. Yeah, there is Yeah, he's, a, he's the first to make it out of the <laughs> exactly. hood. Exactly. Right. And then it's like, as soon as he turned around, he just immediately popped. Yeah. And then like, you, you see, like, it's like... like Yes, and he's got his list. <laughs> That's the <a> man. <laughs> See, but okay. Now let me ask you. So, um, I mean, I guess this would seem pretty obvious, but I just want to pick your brain. Is is that commentary sort of on how ridiculous the paranoia of it all is? Is that there is a white person that is behind? everything and they and they and they stop you from doing everything like, like that's is, the, is the it a bigger, play on that because just the way they look at it about how it's like oh yeah. my god it's the man yeah. it's him <laughs> the one we've all heard about exactly like, yeah, 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 yeah yeah this is him doing his deeds right. this is what happens this is right? what they, he literally that that's how he literally stops every great black man that's literally <laughs> he how he does it all him. the time <laughs> um and then okay so the, the one issue i have with this movie like there are times where there's non sequiturs where it's just like I understand you were parodying something, but that just didn't fit. Like the biggest one that there stuck out few. to me, there are a few. Was the um, 
the jump the, rope, the stand by me parody. I actually like the jump rope, even though it's super <laughs> fucking random. I really enjoy. It. And also, wasn't the idea is like you're seeing the underworld of yeah. the bad guy's life, and then it turns you bound out to yeah, we're literally <laughs> jumping him in. <laughs> that that was good. That's a good fucking yeah. joke. Where it turns out it's just fucking jump rope. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. But no, I actually felt like that one. Stand by me. The, yeah, where it's just like. Uh, where it's the four black kids and it's just like, hey, you want to see a dead body? And then they just randomly walk off and they just oh, see no, a yeah, dead no, Elvis. No, that's Boys in the Hood. That That's Boys in the Hood? Yeah, it's Boys in the Hood. Yeah. I thought, uh, wouldn't Stand By movie, Me a movie about the four kids going to see a dead body? Oh, or maybe they were just like... Yeah, no, Boys Boys in the Hood, yeah, that was Ice Cube and, you know, as kids. And then right before that, that was a whole football thing. Yeah, that's what the, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. But, but did they go to see a dead body? I think yeah. that's specifically... Is that in that movie as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they were probably just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the same premise the same where they time. go deep into the woods and... yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it, it, it like it wasn't related. Like literally, I thought maybe if they would have set it up as like a flashback, like, hey, remember when we were kids and this happened? But no, it's like the grown characters walk off somewhere and then it's just four kids come on screen yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. like, hey, want to see a dead body? And yeah. then the joke is that it's Elvis. And yeah. it's just like, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, some of it they didn't even connect it to like the story of the film. They were just like, let's just recreate this scene from one of the movies that we're referencing anyway. You'll yeah, love yeah. it. You'll love it. You know it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. purely, yeah. But, but you know, that doesn't happen often enough where it's an issue. You know what no, I mean? No, like, no, where no. it's just, hey, get the reference. You know, most of the time, like, they actually weave it into what's happening. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was just thinking, because right after that is the, here comes little bub with another hit. I'm just going to say, this fucking soundtrack is goddamn fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they got fucking Karis one. They got fucking, um... Eric Sermon, yeah, they got Wu-Tang. Joe at one point. The yeah. show me in the things and I'm going down. You know, like they got oh fucking Wu Tang at the end. Yeah. The fucking iconic, uh, goddamn Wu banger with the fucking long ass uh, Capadonna verse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, good shit, good shit. Oh yeah, and again the beginning song with um, uh, how's the uh, uh, we be slanging them things. A ton of gang bangs. You don't remember that? Keith Murray, UGK, and oh my uh, lord, yeah. Jamal. With the yeah, east yeah. to the west. Right, in the oh, credits. The well, when, I, when I saw it earlier, I, I fast-forwarded through credits. But yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember just thinking, like, wait a minute. It's like Bun B rapping mm-hmm. on that. Like, that's actually a big fucking deal. Like, the Southern Texas rapper rapping an actually really, like, dope fucking verse. Yeah, and the grandma, that felt another, like, in general, just non-sequitur. Like, I think there was yep. just, in the 90s, a big joke was just old ladies doing something that yeah. old ladies aren't supposed to do. You remember Larry Johnson, right? The basketball Larry. player? Uh, no. He used to play for the Charlotte Hornets. Well, that you know, that's when he became a oh. superstar. He played for the Charlotte uh, Hornets, and his yeah, whole yeah. thing was Grandmama. So he would dress up as a gr- uh, as a grandmother, and he would dunk the ball. And that was part of that whole humor. Uh, oh! Yeah, so you might be right. Is it, That was kind of like a thing around that time. Where yeah. It's like, oh, look, old he's lady. dressed like an old lady, what? and he's dunking. And- yeah, like the scene. Okay, so as yeah. much as I love the the pastor in that scene and the commentary that comes with that, we're, we're just... I was impressive, by the way. <laughs> that, that, was, that was impressive. <laughs> where it just ends with the dance number. It's just kind of like, what's happening? <laughs> the, the, what I love the most about the preacher is uh, when he gets the page... He gets paged while on stage, and he goes, "Brother Deacon, get the collection plate around on that side." And then I guess there was some sort, some form of a resistance from, from the deacon. He's like, "Nigga, get it around on that side," and then, the and then smile. he smiles. 
I love it. We've now uh, got a beat selection from the choir. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then the dance off. And they changed they changed the that that was another song. I, I what's what song is that? The, hey, so mama. Right, that's not on the version that I saw. Okay. It's another yeah. You think I guess they didn't they get the licensing it? for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But what song is that? No clue what that is. I can't remember that one in particular. Uh, but it, whatever it is, the chorus goes, where the party at? Yeah, yeah, where the party at? So, you know, hey, that, that's helpful mama. and all. So the scene where, where you know, they have the sex scene and, uh, uh, you know, she try, he tries to feed her like hot dogs or something like yeah. that. He's like, no, that's the baby's food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, the gross fucking uh, part where she eats her toes or something like that and like a fucking uh, a chip is in her in yeah, mouth yeah. like that. There's a toenail where she's sucking hot, why he's sucking hot sauce. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that always just grossed me out instead of actually made me laugh. I was just like, fucking ew. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, his character was, was, it was a major simp. Yeah, I mean, mate, that, that was the whole point, right? Especially at the end, we're just like, where else am I going to find a pussy whip? <laughs> yeah, well, he, they made him into that because, you know, Cuban Gooding's, uh, his character was, you know, it was him and me along. And, you know, yeah, I don't think was there was anything. supposed to be, you know, like wishy-washy, right? Yeah, but I don't think there was anything simpish about his uh, about his character. I get, they just they just made that. They yeah, just yeah, they yeah. just did that. Well, because it, it's funnier, you know, yeah. to have that be the right. character. Where else right? am I supposed to find? What is it? Uh, uh, what? What it sounded like. Uh, where else was I supposed to find a, a pussy, pussy whip? Wait, hold on, I wrote it down. With pussy and food or something like that. Pussy whip, a pussy whip fool to take care right, of that's nine what kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where else am I supposed to find pussy and food? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll tell you another one. Um, and it was right before the Korean scene. And it was the, they were the two guys with uh, the, that paged each other. Yeah, the Standing pages. right next to each what other. What a dated joke. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> But it's like literally. He pages him, and then he's like waiting around. He's just like, Damn, where is this guy? <laughs> yeah, and you're assuming it's someone else. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you. Um, what was I say? Um, it's like literally, like out, like growing up as a kid who was outside of the pager world. I didn't know that. I was like, yeah. I was like sitting yeah, there, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. what's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So they have sex, and then she's immediately pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> because she's had seven kids, she should know. And she she just knows what it feels like to, yeah. to I guess to have the the, the ovum fucking uh, penetrated. She knows what that feels like somehow. <laughs> and then oh yeah, she's like, uh, you know what? Get out! Get out of my house! You you uh, you man enough to uh, come uh, get inside come me, but you're me. not man enough yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, take yeah. care of what comes out. Take me to the mall and do all this. Right. Get the fuck out! You know, and she starts throwing all this stuff at him, and then she throws out of like a pair of pants. She opens up and says, Tyson. Tyson. Like, Maybe they might. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Vivica Fox said. There's oh. no positive. Exactly. It's just that that was her explanation for for uh, for da, for Dashiki's that, that uh, was their, character. Uh, that was their preamble. Like, yeah, it's no. like yeah. So so you That's know, coming. They, they cut to the next scene, and it's you know, uh, uh, Ashray's telling Lokdal like, oh, man, I got this girl pregnant, and you know, in the background is fucking phase in love. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Going like, oh, she, he got her pregnant. Oh fuck yes, yes, okay, good. Not only that, he also <laughs> checked the time. He checked his watch because yes! he had just finally had sex yes, earlier yes. that day. <laughs> It's like, we're good, we're good, we're good. That's good, that's good. Oh, man. And then brings up the drink. He goes, suck, I mean, brother. (laughs) Just everybody, just everybody. Yeah, every joke hits on all cylinders. And then 
the pièce de résistance of the fucking movie, Bernie Mac's role. <laughs> when, okay, first of all, the fucking uh, where you know the of course the uh, the police officers telling them to do unrealistic things. You know, freeze, do this, do that. You yeah. know, rub, rub your stomach and pat your head while saying rubber baby boogie boogers. Right, right. You know, and then finally, you know, the 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 self hating black cop comes up and oh my god, if this is not like the greatest role Bernie Mac has ever played, I, I, I hate your black skin. I hate my gun. Because they black. <laughs> I hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. Ah, <laughs> right. I love that scream. He's terrified. <laughs> <laughs> just the thought. Just the thought yeah. of that. And I remember just like, wait, is, is the back of his neck? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> How have you been looking at the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck? Is that a famous thing? <laughs> I had to Google the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. Yeah. Oh, man. But holy shit, is that a, that You think you <laughs> right, and that he looks just like the guy. Yes. I, th- I th- yeah, he looks a lot like the guy who was in the original. Certain music at certain point, musical cues that are like that sound like that cheap John Singleton, you know, music with with you know those really cheap synthesizers mm-hmm. that sound like they're from like an '80s horror movie. But you know, it's here because you know they're not giving the black man enough of a budget for a score. You know, <laughs> so he he's got to do it himself. <laughs> so Did I they acknowledge that in the movie. I don't remember that. <laughs> that's, like, that's what I got like, about budget. I remember there was one point just hearing like the really cheap sounding synths and just being like, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's the soundtrack of these movies. <laughs> Sounds about right. How did you feel about the um, the, the, the sprinkling of the the, the messages? Uh, oh, I love with, that uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne, who, who played your, the mailman. Your mind, it is like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fill it with itty bitty bullets. <laughs> and he gets like balance. rolling his eyes. He's just like... <laughs> Like nobody wants to hear this shit, oh, dude. Do I, I, I love this joke though? Where, where he says, uh, where, "Where you know they're playing the video game, and of course the kid pulls out a big gun. He's like, oh, you beat me in the game. Now I'm gonna waste you, fool.' Yeah. He's like, where'd you learn how to gun? Where'd you learn how to use a gun?' He's like, cartoons and hood movies. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he says, uh, he says like, um, it, oh yeah, uh, you know, uh, folks like us are a dying breed. He's like, what, black men? He's like, no, because rappers are taking all the good acting jobs. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that made me bust yeah, 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 yeah. the fuck out laughing. I'm sure, it made Ice Cube laugh. <laughs> I'm sure it did. I think it's so funny. It's just like, yeah, you kind of like. Because how many of the, like, Will Smith, Ice Cube, Ice-T, Queen Latifah, all these people were legitimately, like, we know them kind of more for their acting yeah. now than we did know them for their music. By the way, we have to discuss Crazy Legs and... Uh, oh, the whole crew. Uh, um, so there's Crazy Legs, the Righteous Brother. Yeah, I forget his name. Uh, the old school brother. Um, who is it? God damn it, these names. Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to get it. Preach. That was the name of the guy. Yeah. Preach. That, that's such the name. You know what right. I mean? Uh, uh, the, the name of the self-righteous brother who, of course, likes white women. <laughs> no, but the, the worst part in that scene where he where he tells that other girl, to have, it's, it's, it's not at least at the very least at the end when he saves the white girl. Mm-hmm. She's attractive. Yeah. The, when he tells the girl to get out of the way, it's like this. I, I well, that, that joke didn't work as well for me because it's like you're at a party. And you're just gonna that joke did work? Did, no, because it was just like, okay, he's talking directly to this woman. Yeah, there was nobody like, behind. He wasn't speaking yeah, to anyone yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah it yeah, doesn't work from the setup. It's funny, like when you think about like the overall, but it's odd because it's like it doesn't work. It's like tap this white girl all the way over <laughs> there. Like what? You know, like it just it, it the setup of it is slightly 
it was always slightly too ridiculous to make me like fully laugh because it's just like, but I didn't see. Well, the, the movie's already know? absurd, so you can't, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, true. just the fact that that white girl's there, and for some reason she's got an acoustic guitar too. Like, uh, like yeah. what's she doing there? <laughs> what is she doing? And and the and the no, but the ending joke is a lot better, where it's he's jumping yeah, to look yeah, like yeah. he's saving her, and, and then all of a sudden there's this really pretty white woman in right, the middle right, of the hood right. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Wait, wait, when did she get there? <laughs> that joke wouldn't have worked well if it was that woman behind her yeah yeah because yeah. then order, oh okay that's another attractive woman okay that's fine but, then, but since it's the other one it's like dude what are you doing yeah. <laughs> see the smile on that girl like jesus and uh i remember okay so did this joke for, work for you because it kind of it kind of like broke down as soon as you thought about like his actual relation to these characters so it like betrayed what was happening so the 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 joke is that like you know how can you talk all that noise about white men and date white women yeah, fool yeah. and he goes like because i've been i'm doing to the white man what what they've been doing to us for 400 years fucking them yeah <laughs> and i remember like ha ah, that's funny but then this is like but no there actually isn't a social deeper social commentary he really is just like you know yeah. so like as a character joke thing it didn't work as well because it's like but he actually is in a white woman. It's not a social commentary thing. The joke we, that we know is that he's cr- claiming to be a self-righteous dude, yeah. but actually he just wants some white pussy. But when you make the joke like that where it's like, no, it's not that I want white pussy. It's that it's a revenge thing going on. So, like, the, it's sh- just, should they, so, so it made it less funny when they added that. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, it just, just if it would have just ended at what they've been doing to us for 400 yeah, years. Yeah, it, like it was there just for the sake of that joke, but it wasn't really informing like the character overall in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, like who who is supposed to be a hypocrite? Like a, a line like that doesn't make him a hypocrite. It makes it some sort of deeper thing. And maybe you could say like, oh, he's lying and being a hypocrite. But that's just like that. That requires way too many layers for a movie like this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the joke is supposed to be they are who they say they are. Later on in the movie, where he goes like, you know, hey, we're not supposed to, you know, be calling each other the n word. Oh, by the way, I need to get my laundry from this c yeah. word motherfucker out the street. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was his first scene. Yeah, yeah that works. <laughs> but it, now, if there was a joke about like, oh, why'd you call him that? Oh, because I've been trying to do to them what they've been doing to us. You know, like it, yeah. it wouldn't work. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, the, the character trait has to be he is a hypocrite. That has to be the thing. And if you do it beyond that, it just feels like I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like the joke for the sake of the joke, sort of thing. You know? Um, and and we were, we were discussing earlier that Crazy Legs looks a lot like Big L too. Oh yeah, it's a lot like Big L <laughs> in the face. I, I just want to mention that. Uh, I, I love that fucking hospital scene where where they walk in and um they're like take a number you know and wait in the back of the line you see one guy fucking on fire and he's just like eh, hope I'm next. But <laughs> 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 although I'm not sure. American healthcare system yeah, exactly that, that, that's what it's uh, <laughs> social commentary uh, yeah uh, but uh, okay so the joke of the the woman who's got everything in her boobs. What what is that supposed to be about at the hospital? Uh, where it's like, oh, can I right, get a drink of water? water? And she's got water. She's it's just like heavy set nurse. What, what, just, what is the joke? <laughs> that just felt kind of random. It's just, just like the two guys with the cell phones outside the, yeah. the Korean store. And she's like annoyed that he's asking for water, but she has yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I always kind of forget this part because it is sort of a it is sort of a, like a dead end sort of plot, really. So it's like, all right, she's gonna be a man, and he's gonna be with. I mean, he's gonna be a man, and he's gonna be with her, and then they visit the one one of the dads in jail. Yeah, uh, you know, and he's like, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, at the Rick James, uh, <laughs> fucking Rick James Correctional. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I love the scene where he's like, hey man, 
how come you never called me, bro? <laughs> like, Nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> but okay, is, is the joke of the end of that scene that when they do the hand uh, thing that the, it's just chicken wire between them and they could have just been talking it's, the whole time? Well, it's it's the the South Central scene. What, it, the interesting thing about that scene is is that. Uh, I think he played both characters. See, because that character, I'm not sure what his name mm -hmm. is. Maybe you can bring it up. In South Central, OG Bobby Johnson was the same guy that in Menace to Society played Purnell. That's oh, who okay. Purnell is. Purnell is the guy that's sitting behind the, you know, uh, you know, when, when he's getting visited the in jail. Yeah. Right. He's the same character in both those universes. So he's he's one of the only characters oh. who's both in Menace to Society and South Central. The so that that scene is really like it's, it has a lot of dimensions to it when you think about it. Yeah. I don't know what his name is. That is interesting. See, yeah, it's weird how this movie like works. It's like it's, it's a parody, it's an but it also scene. wants to like rush push up against the actual movies yeah. that they're you know parodying. It's weird. That, that's one of the less the, I, out of all the movies. I think that's the least popular movie. South Central. South Central yeah. was, a, was a great movie. That that was a that movie was a great movie about fatherhood. There's this really I remember really liking that. Oh, one. that that scene yeah. at the end with the you know with that little speech that he does. If you kill a man, yeah. you know there's no coming back from that. Like all that stuff was just yeah. that's just amazing. Yeah, no, you're right. It yeah. is the I because I, I remember watching that one and being like, huh. They, they didn't really reference a lot of stuff from no, this no, movie no. directly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not as popular, but I, I think out of all the films, I think that one is my... I didn't enjoy it as much like as the, the other ones. Like growing up in the hood movie? You think? Yeah, <laughs> man, because you really walked away with, it, with a real lesson at mm. the end of that movie. Menace to Society, it's just like... Yeah. Literally, the last line in Menace to Society is, you know, it's the monologue about, you mm -hmm. know, oh, my grandfather asked me, do I care whether I live or die? And then he, he kind of goes, and now, now it's too late. late. It's like... <laughs> it feels okay. like a... And, you know, it, yeah. and if they would have let the movie go on for like two more lines, it, you know, he would have been a ghost staring at the screen and we're like you know turn back before it's too late turn away from the hood lifestyle yeah. you know? <laughs> that's something out of um something out of uh, uh, uh hood hood Oh, uh, Tales from tales the Hood. Of, yeah, Tales yeah. from the Hood kind of Does, shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, <laughs> Doesn't yeah. it always feel like Tales from the Crypt should actually be the name of the Hood version of that? <laughs> like, it should be like Tales from the Crypts or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should be spelled C-R-I-P. How, how did you feel about that scene in particular? The drive-by scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the drive-by scene, what, you know what's funny? In the original, if you watch it, um, Kane's character goes into a brief moment of hysteria when they cut to him. If you watch the scene and, you know, everybody's driving by and, th and then it's like, well, some motherfucker, and then they uh. turn off, they, they fade to the black, and then when they come back, you see Kane kind of like, ah! It's it's uh. kind of funny when you watch it again. I can't remember yeah, it's that. It's like a really, really quick frame, and then they cut to, you know, the other shots or whatever. Uh. But it's, you know, but but that's the size of the point. But I always find, that's just, that was, Menace of Society has a lot of, uh, accidentally funny mm. scenes in it yeah. or not not scenes but just like little bits to it um they dude it was like almost note for note like the same the same kind of shot they came yeah. down the street it was almost the same thing oh, the kids the, uh, the kids on the power wheel uh -huh. when they okay so they they cut to black and then you just hear someone say they shot everything in sight everything yeah and i just remember being like who's saying that like, was that yeah. supposed to be Sean still doing the voiceover? Because I had forgotten at that point that he was still doing that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I did, I did love the fucking, the shaky cam on the sidewalk trying to figure yeah. out where the action yeah. is. Like, that was like a legit, like, acting movie, like, blocking there. You know what I mean? The, the, the best part about it, though, was, uh, was the crackhead uh, <laughs> blowing the guy. <laughs> 
during during a drive-by and they didn't even go into an alley or anything. It was just like right in the middle of the street. Hey man, like, you really want that cheese, man? Hey man, y'all got these cheeseburgers, man. Right, they did that one too. Was that yeah, it too? That that was from Minnesota. Was that the same guy? Oh, I can't remember. I don't know if that was the same I guy. I can't think of it offhand, but it does look similar. Oh, so. crackheads kind of look. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and I remember in the original movie, he just shoots him. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, oh, you want a blowjob for me? What? And he just kills him. Yeah. yeah. But um, in this movie, it was, no, I was getting confused because at, at the very beginning, uh, someone does get robbed, but it's the, uh, uh, that, that truck. The ice cream truck. Remember where, where they're trying to show just yeah. how bad things are in the hood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking guy goes up, hey, man, give me that. Give me that. And he, like, drives off. And they're still running after him, like, hey, man, give me that truck back. <laughs> and then later on, I love the way they heighten it. Because afterwards, it's just like, they, you know, it's just a, a shot of just, like, you know, the hood. And mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And they just see this one guy come up to, again, go up to this old woman with a gun and go, like, hey, old lady, give me that shit. He takes yeah, the just walks away. Walk. <laughs> looking back at her, too, to make sure she's not following him, you know? To just pick it up and run with it. Just, just, just pick it up and run with it. Uh, I mean, uh, another scene that you would sort of like consider unnecessary again was with the grandma. But I liked it. I liked it was when she came by with the low rider, and you know she's she, okay, she's going up. You know, yes, yeah, so she just walk through the natural door, and then you know they drive up to the guy. He's like, oh, so, right. He's like, all right, player, stay up. She's like, peace. I like that. Oh, another another non sequitur. It's hard to remember this movie, like, because it's like there's not really a plot. Things just sort of happen. Yeah. Uh, like when uh, a loke dog goes to get a job, you know, and and it's just kind of like we totally forgot about that, later. right? Right. Because it doesn't really like lead to anything. It, it, so yeah, he's trying to get a job, and of course, you know, uh, you hear this white guy talking to this girl trying to impress her, and he's like, oh, you know, I I had to uh, go down here from Harvard. I couldn't oh, keep living MIT. off of daddy. Yeah, I got my PhD. HT and MIT. And, uh, you know, I I don't know. I I felt like there was, like, a a small bit of commentary. It's like, like, oh, yeah, this guy who's, like, you know, going to get an advantage for everything. You know what I'm saying? It's coming in. But it sort of, like, undercuts the joke when it's just like, okay, but seriously, Lok Dog is actually horrible. He probably doesn't. (laughs) And the question is, is that guy also applying for the same job? For the crash test? I I was trying to figure that out, too. You went to MIT so you could be a crash test dummy? Uh, Again, that's one of those moments where, like, it's for the sake of the joke yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. thing now i i love it uh salary desire three million dollars yes. right. <laughs> sex hell yeah <laughs> motherfucker. old dog was horrible that's a good that's a good moment though got niggas desire what's up <laughs> um I heard you like uh, smoking, uh, rapping, and all, all types sorts of, of ill, Ill shit. shit. <laughs> the look on his face when he gets the job. It, you know, it's <laughs> kind of the same. See, and an- another thing is this, and I'm just going to hop off uh, into this. Uh, we got a window into O-Dog's true passion, which is baking. Oh, that is true, yes. <laughs> that, the well, look of satisfaction. It's supposed to look like he's making, like, cooking that, up Coke. Yeah. That was cl- Great misdirect. That was the most clever thing that I think they did in the movie, because, because that scene in Menace of Society was just like... Uh, I I don't remember what song they had that was overlaying it, but I, it was like Dope Man or something like that when when Kane was making oh, the yeah, crack and yeah, he was yeah. cook- that was a real scene. Like if I'll never see that process in life, I don't know how <laughs> how you do that, but just just the fact that they turned that into baking was very clever, and it was it was it, it was actually made sense in the movie because 
uh, uh, Ashtray's getting married, so he's making a cake for them. Like, I like how they actually made that yeah, work. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, oh, the party scene. I, I feel like maybe this was the, the weakest uh, scene of, of uh, the movie. With the, uh, yeah. yeah, it's all these, like, you know, jokes uh, about women, and some of them work. Like, I feel like, um, um, I cannot remember what her name is, but the woman who does the voice of... Uh, 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 the mom on the proud family. Yeah, she was uh, also she, in Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she's yeah, the yeah. annoying uh, big booty hole. Yeah. Oh, Every time she shows up, that song plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically her soundtrack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, what were we saying about? Oh yeah, like those jokes don't work as well. Where it's like, oh, you're meeting this one chick and you think she looks good and you, you know you think she's fine, but she picks her nose and farts. Yeah, and it's just like. I don't know, man. Not exactly a deterrent. Like, hey, I mean, hey. look, if she fine, right? <laughs> if she fine, see, I don't, I don't know what thirteen year old me thought, but now as I'm watching this movie, I'm like, so what's the problem? Yeah. So what's the problem? This is like, yeah. just take her to the bathroom, just kind of, you know. <laughs> and then after that, you figure it out. And Did um, you see her. And then yeah, the scene where he where he gets the one girl who you know looks like a freaking uh, looks like she's you know dressed like an infant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but then oh, it turns out she's real. Really freaky, and yeah. it's just like I because that's the old common trope where it's like you know church girls, you know that church girls biggest yeah. freaks, yeah, yeah, they freaks, and, and yeah. it's just that base joke, and it's like eh, it doesn't work. That was the well. least funniest part of the movie, yeah, yeah. When she, uh, you know, they, they they give her the whole deep voice, and it's like let's go, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. Let, let's get it on. Women wanting sex are yeah. oh, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you believe? Um, yeah. They're biting a thousand up until that point. Yeah, yeah. And, and there, there's one part where, like, I, I always thought this scene was funny, and I still think it's funny, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, when I think about, like, you know, social commentary and whatnot, like, uh, it does feel a little, like, odd. Um, it's the scene where, you know, uh, after the party, uh, uh, Ashtray is talking to his dad, and he's, you know, giving him all this advice and shit, and he says, uh, you know, it's like... Uh, you know, it seems like there's the commentary coming up, right? It's like, you're saying, I shouldn't uh, give in to the white man's system. Yeah, and da, 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 yeah, da. Yeah. You shouldn't be another black man on welfare. And he's like, no, <laughs> fool, that's free money. Right. <laughs> My family survived six generations right. off that oh, shit. God. And, you know, on one point, I want to be like, hi, it's funny because the joke of the subversion of the dad telling the good advice was actually bad. But then I think like, oh, that does sort of play into the like, oh, black people are lazy. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, like, especially when you say the six generations thing, you know, it just kind of feels like, oh, like Jesus, dude. you know, I, it just it just hit me hard, especially when you say like six generations specifically going back to the time when, you know, black people kind of didn't have shit and <laughs> kind of directly needed help from a, a government to help them in, in yeah. certain respects, <laughs> you know, so it just kind of felt odd. Um, but again, like th- this movie is, isn't trying to be that deep, right? No, so, no, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. No, no. But the, it, it's uh, tone deaf if you, if you know more about like, like politics and shit at the time, especially right, with fucking, have, you know, Bill Clinton trying to, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Which at 14, no, I, I, I knew nothing. <laughs> exactly. Um, the, the, Bill condom, the welfare queen thing, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh... The condom thing, uh, as, as the condom thing to me is when he, he tells him like, don't wear condoms because they take away all the. Let, let, let me tell you something. I am I am awaiting the birth of my you know uh, of, of of my 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 very first child, baby Congratulations, boy. Congratulations, thank you, sir. In about a month. And one thing that I won't tell my son is, don't wear condoms because they 
because they take away all the you feelings, all the which feelings? is which is a fact. All men know this. All men know that this is a fact. You're not supposed to right. But I'm not saying that to my child. He's, don't, don't ruin him. Right. What was it that you said? You're, you're going to... Uh, yeah, he has to find out through his own shameful uh, right. way, you know? Find out that it's the, that the shit takes away the feeling. But I'm not going to I'm not going to tip you off and tell you that. Um, but, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we get to the end. Everyone has a, a happy ending, of course, and we see the, all the different endings. Uh, the one <laughs> I liked the, uh, the most, of course, was the, uh, the one where Mar- Marlon Wayne's uh, Loke Dog just becomes a comedian and literally, like, that send-up <laughs> of Deaf Comedy Jam where it's just, fuck y'all, perfect. suck my dick and uh, lick ass. Right, right. <laughs> I, I loved that He's perfect. He'd be, he'd be perfect for that. Like, I honestly feel like the movie should have ended with that because that's the perfect button on, like, a movie like this where it's like, this, this is actual uh, comedy and satire, sir. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, not just cursing and, you know, base shit like that. And honestly, Honestly, like, I've gone back and watched, you know, like, some of uh, um, Def Comedy Jam. Shit is a little bass with, you know, so many jokes where it's just like, But, you know, I I think, uh, like, the context of it is, you know, uh, like, the Chitlin circuit finally getting on TV for the first time, really. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's... Was Comic View before that? uh, Comic View was after that. Had to be. Either around the same time or after. Because uh, I remember Comic View in the 2000s specifically being huge. I don't remember it being that in the early 90s. But I do... You're right, though. There was... um, I remember seeing Bernie Mac at some point, and that had to be the early 90s, though. But I know Def, Def Comedy Jam, we're going to fucking solve this right now with the help of the internet. Uh, yeah, because... Black people, white people, we totally do. Yeah, well, uh, we totally do. Well, because wasn't it like, you know, <laughs> Def Comedy, I mean, uh, um, Comic View was more like Southern, right? Yeah. Because it would it, be in like they Miami, were. they would make a big deal out yeah. of that, you know? It was uh, Who was that guy in uh, Alf- uh, Alf- uh, Alfonso? Alfonso, that was one of them too. Dude, that's he, he, like the greatest physical comedian I've ever seen. He's he great. would do things with his legs. It's like, how did you yes, do that? Yes, yes. How did you? He wasn't funny, you know, but physical comedy, mm-hmm. amazing, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, he had this joke about his father in a wheelchair. I remember I had that thing on VHS. And like his eyes about. used to pop. He's like, my. He, he, he was saying something that his dad had PTSD from the war. And as soon as you come in the door, you know, his father would be like, what boy? And he's like, daddy, no. And it's like this, his eyes would pop out of his head. It was, he, I remember, he was uh, awesome. Do you remember Face Man? No. He was he was a great comedian. He Thanks, he man. was one of those comedians that was like, it's not just like race jokes. He's making like weird observations. Like uh, I'm trying to remember. Fuck. What was I remember his earthquake. Yeah, him, yeah. Uh, maybe Ricky Smiley was there. Ricky I, I Smiley was a host. Yeah, he was. He a was the host. host. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah but uh, Def Comedy Jam is 1992 July, and Comic View is Comic View on BET. What was the lyric? Coming at you 60 nights a week? Is that what they were saying? I, I don't remember the theme song. <laughs> Comic View on BET. 69 weeks. Yeah, I was see. like, wait, 60 nights a week? That sounds impossible. <laughs> hey, if anybody's going to get it done, it's going to be Comic View. Holy shit. All right, same year. <laughs> same year. Okay. Yeah, Comic View was September 14th, 1992. So it is. Uh, it did come afterwards, mm. but it, it is the same year. I never do that. Riding, riding the wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, uh, hey, uh, fucking, uh, what is it, HBO is doing a fucking comedy show. I mean, how hard is it to just get a bunch of, you know, hungry people uh, who want to do comedy? Right. You know, they're basically doing your writing for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, just got the cameras. That's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I, I really do wish though that it would have ended with the uh, the the O dog segment instead of the just uh, grandma, grandma smoking yeah, again yeah. old ladies you know uh, isn't that weird? It is some good. And, and I mean I mean you know probably more way more old ladies smoking weed now anyway <laughs> yeah. you know, for the glaucoma and whatnot you know. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, overall you know I, I still think it's a great movie. I still think it has a fucking killer ass goddamn soundtrack. So like if anything you're just listening just to hear the. You know, when the hits come, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mile a minute laughs, but there are some non sequitur parts. But I feel like in terms of like comedy and stuff like that, it like it's up there. Like, like even with a movie like Airplane, as good as that movie is, like there are still like awkward points in it. Like, remember that scene in Air? You ever watch Airplane? Uh, years ago. Like, there was, try that, me. there was that one like random scene where it was like a flashback. And it's like, oh, they go to uh, uh, the, the, the white dude is visiting Africa and he's introducing the black people to basketball. And oh, they already know how to play basketball, uh, though, okay. <laughs> because, you know, they're able to take to it. Because, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. black guys. It's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who wrote this joke now? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, th- th- there isn't that uncomfortableness uh, as watching this movie because, like, even with the things like, like I said, the awkward bit of uh, you know, hey, you know, we can we've been surviving on welfare for six generations. It's like it comes from that understanding, like it's black people writing the joke. Yeah, yeah. so you don't get that awkward and, feeling of like, mm. and also leaves in L.A. It's just yeah. a bunch of fallen leaves in the LA. beginning of the movie where it's just like leaves on leaves on leaves. In fact, yeah, in the part, she hugs him. Uh, Vivica Fox hugs him. And, then, like, back. She's and like, the <laughs> windows are closed, too. Yeah, they're it's on like, his fucking back, yeah. How did that leaf get in there? Huh? So, uh, overall, good ass movie. What do you think, overall? Uh, classic, classic. Uh, uh, one of my favorite comedies as a child. Uh, I, I saw Naked Gun before that movie. Um, and, you know, just how absurd it was. Um, this one was even better because, like I told you before, not knowing anything about Star Wars still didn't stop me from enjoying Spaceballs. And mm-hmm. you just you pile that up with movies that I've already seen with great comedy writing and, you know, the Waynes Brothers. And it was just like, how could I not love this? I loved it so much I was willing to watch it in the dark when I got it on bootleg. <laughs> can, so yeah, you can imagine that when I saw it in full, in living color. Oh, you see. <laughs> when I saw it in Proud living color. <laughs> You know, it, I, I loved it all the more. And so. you actually see the gags in the background, like the robo-pimp and yeah. the Black to the Future posted. <laughs> Couldn't even see any, none of that, none of that. So, yeah, so I loved it all the more. So, great film, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, a, a lot of messages that went over my head. Yeah. You know, you just... Uh, the deep social commentary that yeah. you were, you're missing out on, you know. Hey, look, man, I'm not joking. When I was 13, I was shit for brains. I'm not, I, I was like, what the, I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I was like, this <laughs> Yeah, um... But you know, uh, so thank you for uh, joining me today for the for this review. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, audience, for listening. If you want to check out his stuff, you can check him out at uh, at YouTube forward slash d dot respect on YouTube uh, d underscore respect on Twitter. I don't really tweet that much because I'm not really the the, the social media type. The tweeting type, not the tweeting you got type. The Twitter fingers. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't do any of that stuff. But you can catch me there. You, you can catch me there if you'd like. But uh, thank you so much for joining me, uh, this Review a New Podcast. If you want to support it, you can go to uh, uh, patreon.com slash review a new. That's where, uh, you know, uh, the episodes uh, that, uh, well, we have one live episode and then one episode that's purely for the patrons. So, you know, if you want to come check that out, you can go over there and see all of them. Uh, uh, support my man, uh, D. 
you got a Patreon you would like to? Uh... No, I don't. I, I, I should have got, I, I will get on Patreon. I have a project coming out soon, which uh, hopefully I'll be able to discuss it with you. If, uh, you know, uh, do a, a going off episode. We'll discuss it more in the future. But uh, but yeah, so I, I don't really have Patreon right now. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, thank you guys for joining us. You know, see you next. You'll hear us next time on. Hear, we'll hear me anyway. You'll hear. <laughs> just, just come back next time, goddammit. <laughs> on the the review of new podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.